0: Uh, You see, our God is in a business that uh, is willing to do certain things in a quick moment. And uh, He needs our cooperation in all that uh, we are doing. Because we are partnering with Him in this business of uh, making the kingdoms of the world become the kingdom of our God. And so, we are still looking at, you know, uh, recording the effects of uh, the cross. The cross of Christ. Because... People, many people were crucified before Christ. They, they they, died on the stake. But you know, when Jesus died on that tree, when Jesus died on that tree, he changed the course of his life. He changed the course of the kingdom of the world at that time, the Roman kingdom, the the, the house of Israel. He changed the course of the entire universe, cre- the created world and the uncreated world. And so that is the purpose that God has for us. And uh, He has given us that that, uh, that ability to operate through the matrix of the cross, through the doorway of the cross. And when Christ died, we died with Him. Bible says we were buried with Him. In that we buried, buried in Him, we rose with Him. In that He rose, you know, when He rose from the dead, we rose with Him. And so what we are going to look at today, you know, we are looking at uh, recording the effects of the cross, but we want to focus our energy on the, on the elements, all the elements of uh, all the aspect of uh, of of reigning, reigning, very very important. The aspect of kingship, the aspect of rulership, the aspect of lordship. Because the Bible tells us, you know, Jesus said, you know what? Uh, in one one of the parables, it says, "Occupy until I come." Praise the Lord. Ocho pie until I come. You know, Jesus, I was just looking at it. You know, Jesus was, you know, someone would give up on someone who does ministry for about three and a half years, and he gets out of the scene. Very powerful man, but decides to leave a couple of people whom he had been with, and uh, he leaves his spirit to operate with them. And that's, by the way, the aspect of ministry. In that, uh, the, 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 the spiritual man ought to learn when they have ministered to leave the spirit of the message to operate in the lives of the people that people begin to catch it jesus breathed on them and after 10 days they were able to receive the spirit of their own accord as they waited and so that's the aspect what have been catch the spirit of the message the power of the message and so we are we are looking at recording the effects of the cross you know we learned before that you know what by the cross we are dead unto this unto sin we are dead unto the effects of sin. We are dead, whichever effects you may look at, whether it is poverty, whether it is sickness, whether it is kinglessness, powerlessness, whether it is a lack, whether it is a disease, whether it is infirmity, whether whatsoever. We we died unto it. Maybe also we could include every law, whether it is a positive law or negative law. We died unto it. We died unto the negative law that it may not affect us anymore. We died unto every positive law that we may gain lordship over it. That uh, that no law shall be above us, but we shall be above every law. Whether it is a good law, we need to be above it, such that the laws are not the ones that operate us, but we are the ones that reign over it with the positive effects of the of the god element in us and so today we are we are recording the effects of the cross but what we want to do we want to get to a place where we reign And so, it is very important because that is the life God called us in. In other words, there is no principality. We died unto them. We died to them. We died to them that we may may reign over them, you know. Because in dying, that is where our life is. In giving up life, that is where we get life. In dying, that's where we get life. In giving up power, that's when we get power. Because that is the principle of the cross. That is the mystery of the cross. And uh, it is important. It is important. Very, 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 very important. And so any situation that is around you, I believe by the end of this session, you shall be able to raise above them. Whether it is a positive situation or a negative situation. We are not here to be overcome by good. We are not here to be overcome by and negative force and so that's why the cross is very very important to us and so let me read this scripture once again which is very important to us we're reading from the book of uh, uh romans chapter six let me begin from verse number let, let me let me begin from verse number seven it says for he who is dead is freed from sin very important he that is, let me read it again, for he who is dead is freed from sin. And I need to understand, when we are talking about sin here, we are talking about the sin nature, the nature we inherited from the first Adam when he when he sins against uh, the commandment that God had given him. We're talking about sin nature, we're talking about the effects of sin, but also we are defining sin as a, uh, are missing the mark, or falling short of the glory of God. We can as well say, is sin is not taking part, only taking share in the good thing that God has in store for us. And so, he that is dead is freed from sin. Praise the Lord. Of course, there there are a couple of guys when they die, you know. They go to hell. That is not our portion. We are are, are not of that type. But you know, for us, we are dead according to the death of the cross. And he that dies according to the aspect of the... He that dies another way, that is their own portion, you know? But we are not of that type. We are he that we are them that believed in Christ. And when we believed in Christ, there is an aspect that caused us to die. And that when we died by the death of the cross, we became free from sin. We became free from the effects of sin, from the the the, the, the body of death, uh, the the body that is always dying. You know, you know the business which is always dying. You know the marriage which is always dying. You know the uh, we you know we are we are dead from that. That is not our portion. That's not our life. That's why Apostle Paul used say that he said, uh, he said I, I, I glory in one thing. I glory in the cross because by the cross I'm dead to the world and the world is dead to me. The world cannot affect me and neither can I be affected by it. Because that is the cross. There's a separation. It's a matrix that leads us to the other side. And so today we are looking at, you know, we're looking at reckoning the effects of the cross, but on the aspect of reigning. Let me continue to read for you. Verse 8 says, it says that, Now if we be dead in Christ, we believe that we shall also live with Him. In other words, we moved away from the realm of death, from the realm of sin, and now we are in the realm of living with Christ. And when Christ is living right now, He's living at the right hand of power. He's living at the right hand of God. That's the place of reigning. And so we want to move away from... Uh, from, from r- from looking at the effects uh, and, and, and being above the effects of sin, the effects of death, the effects of the laws of this world, while we die to the law, while we die to the fullness of the world, while we die to the, 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 the demonic influence of the diabolical forces of the world, while we die to all the things of luck and all the things, all the effects of sin, all the curses that come by breaking laws, and 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 all that realm we are moving away from there but we are entering the realm of reigning where we are we where we are now living with christ for he that is dead is now and is resurrected begins to go to the realm of life and so it says that it says that for it says that now if we be dead with christ we shall live also with him very true that's the aspect we need to understand very well that right now you are living with Christ because because you died with him you have to live with him we, we, we died with that's the thing we need to understand we died with Christ to live with him we died with Christ to reign with him he didn't leave us. When he resurrected from the cross, he didn't resurrect alone. That's why on the day he died, there are many that came out of the grave and began on that same day. The people saw them physically in Israel, dead guys who, who had died by the faith of Abraham, who had died, who had died believing on the God Jehovah God on on Yahweh, you know, Yod Hey Vav But the, the one who the people died believing on God. Whose consciences were along those lines. They they got raised up with him. Very, very important. Verse number number 9 says, knowing that Christ being dead, dies no more, death has no more dominion over him. Verse number 10 says, for in that he died, he died unto sin once. Hallelujah. But in that... He lives he lives unto God forever and ever and ever and ever. Praise the Lord. Now verse number 11 says, Likewise reckon you yourselves also to be dead and to sin. Praise the Lord. Count that you're dead unto sin. Account it. Let it be counted. Consider it. See it. Perceive it. Feel it. That you know what? You're dead unto sin. Hallelujah. You are dead unto the effects of sin. You are dead unto the nature that leads people to failure. That thing that leads people to degradation, leads people to depreciation, beginning from a high level and falling down. Be- no, 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 that's not our person. Or beginning from a low level and continuing to stay in that person. Or continuing to go and fall lower, 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 lower. In the pecking order, no. That is not our life. That is not the life of someone that has believed on the resurrected one, the anointed one, the Christ let me hear someone say hallelujah and so as we reckon on the effects of the cross this is the life we want to carry this is the life we want to carry and influence the things around us let me put it this way when the first adam sinned, everything around him began to fall in that level everything they did not have to sin they fell they fell they fell from glory anything that was in his realm had to fall and so when you begin to reign as we look at you shall look ahead when you begin to captivate this life and take a hold of this life as you reign with christ what what happens is the things around you begin to take on the nature of your reigning begin to take the nature of your lordship the nature of your kingship very very important and so this is what it says it says he says likewise reckon you yourselves also to be dead unto sin but alive unto god through jesus christ now that is the portion i need to i need to, we had looked at it uh, slightly before but he, he says you when you the moment you break on yourself to be dead unto sin you also need to you also need to know that you are alive unto god praise the lord you are alive unto God. <laughs> Before we had said that, you know, he said that if we be dead with Christ, we believe we shall also live with him. Now yet he says, when you reckon that you are dead unto sin, you need to know that you are alive unto God through Christ Jesus. Then now, verse number 12. Very, very important. Let me read it for you and finish it. Verse number 12 of, of Romans chapter 6 says, Let not sin... Therefore, reign in your mortal body. Praise the Lord. (laughs) That you should obey it in its last thereof. Very, very important. And by the way, when we look at it, I, I, I don't need your mind to run away into the realm of morality because that's where many people lose it, praise the Lord, but I need you to look at it also, beside that I need you to look at it in the realm of reigning as a king, in, the, in every sphere of influence. In every area that God has called you, or where you find yourself in right now, or where you want to go into. It's important that this is how you look at it, this is how you observe it, because that is the way you will walk into the victory that you so much want to walk in. And so the, the truth is, is here. Yeah, this is what the scripture is communicating to us. It says now that you have reckoned now that you have considered now that you have seen now that you have uh, you, are, you are you have seen it with your eyes now that you have observed now that you have you are your imagination has captured the image that you are dead and to sin do not let sin reign in your members very very important very very important because the truth is Jesus is coming back for a glorious church. Jesus is coming back for a church that is powerful. Jesus, Jesus is coming back for a church that is, a, that is going, to, that is going to, to be like him, where he presents them and says, Father, these are the people you gave me. Now I've taken them to another level. He's coming back for a glorious church, full of the glory of God, full of the power of God, people who are like him. Not people by the way, who are going to be like him when they die and they go and teach them in heaven. no no no, they were they, they have to be taught here on earth they have to learn to test the powers of the age you come right here on earth. they have to learn to rule like Christ right here when they're still in this flesh. Hallelujah. Let me hear someone say hallelujah and so it says it says if you have reckons that you're dead unto sin do not let sin. Eh? reign in your mortal body. These are words, the word rain there is a word of a king. Let me put it this way. I need you to understand that people fight at different levels. There is a time when King David would fight bears, praise the Lord. He would kill them, become a powerful testimony. Then there is a time he goes and defeats Goliath. But he's the one fighting. There is a time he would go for war physically and fight. But then there is a time he was a king, but then people began to fight for him. In other words, now he had grown. He was no longer involved in the nitty-gritty fighting everywhere. He was no longer there. He was now, now sitting on the throne and fighting from the throne, yet not fighting. Hallelujah. That's the place we need to go to. That's the There's a time... When you, for those of us who used to smoke, there's a time when you would be there and then you fight the smoking. Fight it, fight it, fight it, fight it. You don't want to do it, but you find yourself doing it. And then you fight it, then you fight it, then you pray. But then there is a time where you breach a level and say, you know, this is not me. Praise the Lord. Why? Well, you begin to take on that image. And so when you took on that image, when you took on that image, then you don't even know when you started not to smoke because now you had sat on the throne that's the place that's the reigning we need to walk in that is that is that is the aspect of the cross that uh, we need to live by because now this is the person now was translated he that has died has died once unto sin, but now lives unto is now in the realm of the life. The technology in them, the technical power in them, is the life of God that is operating in them. Paul says, "You know what? You know what? I live, yet not I, but the power." The it says, "The life of God lives in me." Praise the Lord, and that's the place. We need to get to it. Say so it's the place where it's the life of God now living in you. It's the auto drive. It is it is you sit there and it is this life which is ruling. It's just like you know what? The Lord said unto my Lord, sit unto my right hand. Oh, that I may make your enemies your footstool. That's the place that where that's the place where Jesus is seated now. Because for three and a half years he was fighting devils here and there and there and there and there. Casting out devils. Now he no longer does that because he translated. He went to a realm where is now. That's the life he lives. It's the life that is so carries that creates the atmosphere. Just like I talked about David. There is a time when David used to fight those battles. Then he began to sit on the throne. And as he sat on the throne, what happened is that uh, is that uh, is that this uh, this this rulership of him this authority of him, began to rule over the kingdoms that were around him. He fought wars physically, but now this time, he was no longer fighting physically, but he was fighting spiritually, and yet there were people who on the infantry, people on the ground, who were the ones now, doing the fighting work and that's the place of lordship that's the place of kingship and that's why it tells us in verse number 12 it says let not sin that word let there is the word of rulership is the word is the same word as reign? You know, sin, even if it is dead, even if Christ defeated it on the cross, death, even if Christ defeated it on the cross, and and any laws that we are going to see, even if Christ defeated them on the cross, they still want to operate in a certain way to try to beguile you. Let me hear someone say hallelujah. Because, Because because they want, because that is how certain things operate, you see. For you to sit as a king, that means in every kingdom, there are There are are people in the kingdom who who, who subject themselves to your rule by simple obedience. They they just love you and they obey you. But then the other subjects who are there, they they said, no, how can this man be our Lord? Now, those are the ones where you need to sit on the throne and begin to rule them. The Bible says, he shall come and rule them with a rod of iron. There's that place where you rule them with the rod of iron. But then there's a place now where as you sit on the throne, then you begin to be above these situations above these things and so that is why we are recording the effects of the cross there is what the cross has done and so we want to want to uh, uh, want to call these things to abide in us and stay in us so 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 very much let me read for you a scripture we are we are very familiar with it in the book of uh, concerning reigning in the book of um first corinthians chapter 15. Let me begin from verse number, let me just read from verse number 24. First Corinthians, let me just start from verse number 24, but the verses I need are slightly ahead. It says, Then comes the end, when he shall have delivered up the kingdom to God, even the Father, when he shall have put down all rule and all Authority and power, verse number 25 for he must reign till he has put all enemies under his feet. Hallelujah! It says, verse 26 says, The last enemy that shall be destroyed is death. Praise the Lord! Hallelujah. And so, that is why dying is very important. That is why the last enemy in your life should be put to death. It should be put to death. The last enemy to be put to death is called death. And so, we need to get to that place. Praise the Lord. And so, he tells us there that, you know what? This Jesus has got to reign and then let every power, every authority, every throne, Everything should be put under his feet. Praise the Lord. Then it says that for he must reign till he has put all enemies under his feet. This is the Jesus who is resurrected, by the way. And and by the way, as he does that, there is a level where he reaches where God begins to say, Now, son, sit on my right hand till I make your enemies your footstool. In other words, now he begins now. Jesus begins to sit there as God begins to now fight for him. Praise the Lord. That is now where no enemy can stand before you. That's what he told, you know, that's what he told Joshua. Say that, you know what, I'll be with you just like I was with you. said from today onwards, no man shall stand before you. Because you know what, there is a time where you died at the feet of, Mo- at the feet of Moses. You served Moses and you died at his feet. And so what will happen is I will begin to make No man shall be able to stand against you. In other words, no poverty, no sickness, no disease, because you died unto them. And when you died unto them, then you gained authority over them. Even if if he came to power, you died unto power. You gave up power. And when you gave up power, then you got true power. The Bible says, He that is not faithful with the unrighteous mammon shall never be given authority over true riches. In other words, that is the place now where true riches begin to come at your service, they come at the brightness of your shining, and so that's why the cross is very, very, very important. And so, let me read for you. Still in that same chapter, it puts it this way. Let me begin from uh, verse number. Let me begin from verse number fifty-one. But the one the one I want is slightly. It says, "Behold, I shall show you a mystery." It says, "We shall not all sleep, but we shall be changed." In a moment, in a twinkling of an eye, at the last trump, for the trumpet shall sound, and the dead shall be raised incorruptible, and we shall be changed. For this corruption, the sin nature, hmm, must put on incorruption, and this motto must put on immortality. For when this corruptible shall have put on incorruption and this mortal shall have put on immortality, then shall it be brought to pass the saying which is written, Death is swallowed up in victory, O death, where is your sting? O grave, where is your victory? Then verse 56 says, The sting of death is sin, and the strength of sin is the law. But thanks be to God, which gives us victory through Christ Jesus, our Lord. Praise the Lord! And so it is. It is important that this should be our life. In other words, as we begin to reign, I needed to understand this. That you know what? It is good, yes, to reckon, to count yourself on the effects of the cross. But we need to translate our lives and now begin to walk at the place of victory. In the place of victory. At the place of victory, there now there is no death. In that place now there is no death. What now you're doing is beginning to reign over the situation. Because now you already died and resurrected, and he that is dead cannot die. Praise the Lord! And so here we saw that you know what death, all oh death was just you know it's saying that the last enemy to be defeated is death. You know, that's why, yes, we know Jesus overcame death, but people still, even if, even some righteous, still continue to die. But you know, God, when Jesus comes back, there shall be Christians who shall have refused to die. Because this knowledge has been imbibed in them, this knowledge has stayed in them, that death no longer has power over them. That's why He says, not all of us shall be dead, not all of us shall fall asleep. But, Why? Because when they were in this world, they began to test the powers of the age to come. That's why when we, you know, at times there are these visions we have, and you meet a Jesus who doesn't have glory. No, it is still important to shout. We know we have had those visions and those dreams. Why you meet Jesus and he's talking to you, is just your birthday, no glory on him. He has hidden the glory. But you know what? There is a time where you need to meet Jesus in the fullness of his glory. Because that is what changes you. That is what transforms you. Because that, why I'm saying that is that when Jesus is coming, when Jesus is coming, the, what we call the second time, or maybe we could say, could say third time, when Jesus is coming back and showing up in the, in, the, in the clouds, he shall come back in the brightness of all his glory. And there are people, when they see Jesus in that form, they will be changed in an instant. They will no longer experience the physical death of the body why because these are the people who began to understand the effect. so that's why i'm telling you that when you are in the vision you need to pray for those moments where you see the glory of god because that is what changes you you change from glory to glory as you behold him ever says for right now we are sons but when we see him as he is we don't know what we shall become and so that is the importance of experiencing the glory that is of god and so that is why as we are recording the effects of the cross, we don't only look at the pain we went through, we don't only look at the pain we overcame, we don't only look at the death we overcame, but we also begin to flip out the other side and begin to look at the life that Jesus has now, the glory that He so has now. And so that is very, very, very important. We need to learn to reign as kings, over these situations. Praise the Lord. Because as we do that, we shall begin to tap into realities that uh, will take us to a level that is beyond, hallelujah. You know, until money begins to, until dollars begin to bow to you, a dollar looks at you and bows to you, just like uh, you remember the stars, you remember the moon, you remember the sun, when they bowed down to, to Joseph, Yes, those people could have interpreted it as their family. But you know what you can say? Transport, translate it into something else. Into the physicality of the sun. You know the sun bowing down to you. The sun singing for you. You know, the real sun. Where now the sun cannot smite you by day, nor the moon by night. Why? Because there is a raining that you, you have sat in the secret place of the Most High, and you are abiding under the shadow of the Almighty. And as you abide in the secret and in the shadow, you take on the image of the God himself, of, of the Lord himself. And so, this is our life. This is the place. This is, this is what we carry. I need to read another verse for us. This is a very important verse, you know. And, uh, and, 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 and it's a verse we know so very well, by the way. Uh, it is in uh, Colossians. 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 Very, 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 very nice scripture, by the way. Uh, it's... lot uh, of us love so much verse number, verse number, chapter, chapter 3. But I need you to realize that, actually, before we get to chapter 3, we begin from chapter 2 and uh, you know very chapter 2 very well very very you know the very very important scriptures there but let me just read for you a couple of them that i may capture the 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 spirit of what we are communicating here i need need you to know that before you get to chapter 3 okay let me read for you chapter 3 such that you know it has come from somewhere it begins like this it says if you then be raised with christ that means you need to go back and read what was before that. It says, if you then be raised with Christ, then think the things which are above, where Christ Jesus sits at the right hand of God, set your affections on things above, not on things of the earth, for you, were, for you are dead, and your life is hid with Christ in God. When Christ, who is our life, shall appear, then shall also... then." then shall you also appear with Him in glory. That's what we just read, by the way, in the book of, uh, in the book of 1 Corinthians, chapter 15 there. While we are urging you, you know what, to, to look at the glory. It, it says that when Christ shall appear, then you shall also appear with Him in glory. In other words, that's why Christ has to appear to your life all the time in the moment of prayer. You need to see him see him faintly see him in your mind see him in your thinking see him in his glory see him as the scripture portrays him it will be a doorway for him to show up and as he shows up the mystery of him begins to enter your life and begins to be the mystery that works in you not only the mystery because the mystery of iniquity is working in the world but you know we need to enter a realm where the mystery of this glory the mystery of this christ begins to work in us so he says that if you then being be raised in Christ, set your affections on the things above. And so, by the way, most of i remember this is a scripture we used to love so much, you know, being in the deliverance ministry before. You know, we used to love it so much. So let me begin from verse number, verse number 12. It says, buried with him in baptism, wherein also were you risen with him through the faith of the operation of God who has raised him from the dead. <laughs> Praise the Lord. He says, And you being dead in your sins, and the uncircumcision on your flesh, He has quickened together with Him. Quickened together with Him. And having forgiven all your trespasses, Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Verse number 14 is what you used to love so much. It says, Blotting out, the unwriting of ordinances that were against us, which were contrary to us, and took it out of the way, nailing it to the cross, and having spoiled the principalities, having made an open show of them, and the principalities and powers, he made a show of them openly, triumphing over them in it. He says, Let no man therefore judge you in meat or drink, or in respect to an holiday, or of the new moon, or the new Sabbath. I need, I need verse twenty, but let me read seventeen. It says, "Which are a shadow of things to come, but the body is of Christ." Let no man beguile you of your rewards in a voluntary humility and worshiping of angels and intruding into the things which are not seen vainly passed, puffed up in their fleshly minds, and not holding the heads from which all the body by joints and bands having been nourished and ministered together, need together increases with the increase of God's. Then now verse 20 says, Wherefore, if you be dead with Christ, this is what I wanted. The other one, I was, some of them I was just reading them for the sake of reading. It says, Wherefore, if you be dead with Christ, in respect to what you are saying right now, from the rudiments of this world why as though living in the world are you subject to ordinances praise the lord let me just stop there it is very very important it says you know what if you be dead with christ why are you subject again to the rudiments of this world and by the way to the rudiments of this world may not necessarily mean that you know what that are that are the negative things but it's also saying the uh the primary knowledge because the rudiments of this world by the way at that time there were when, when Moses brought the law, he was saying, you know what, don't touch this, don't go there, don't do this, don't do this, don't. Then he said, you know what, give me uh, to Christ. Why are you subject? You know what, that's why we are talking about reigning. When you begin to sit on the throne, people should know you have sat on the throne. When Solomon sat on the throne, Absalom knew that he had sat on the throne. Praise the Lord. When you sit on the throne, the, you, the people should begin to feel your effects. Yes, people are feeling the effects of the cross. But you know what? When you sit on the throne of your life, when you begin to reign on the throne of your life, when the cross has had its effects on you, praise the Lord, then the situations around should begin to align itself. And by the way, some of them will align themselves easily. That's why, by the way, when you got born again in terms of morality, there are some things you stopped doing. But then there are some things that stayed there because they are waiting for you to reign as a king they're waiting for your lordship to show up hallelujah they're waiting for some carrot and some stick to show up and uh, by the way i need to get to a place where it's no longer you who is fighting the battle but it is the lord fighting the battle for you It's the lord causing you to will and to do according to his good pleasure it's the Lord doing the work in you it's it's like you sit there and the angels at your service because the, the words you speak causes angels to begin to reign and and perform on your behalf and so so when we read all that that is why now we shift to chapter 3 because in chapter in chapter 2 it is showing us how love how how, how the fullness of god dwells in christ it is showing us how how you know what how we, we were once dead in our trespasses then it says but you know what christ forgave us of all trespasses and then he went ahead to say that you know every handwriting that was against us was blotted out and so when when you realize that these things were given to you when you realize that uh, because there is a time when david was seated on the throne and people uh, there were many people trying to sit on their thrones also because what happens is sin also would want to sit on the throne sickness would want to see and test your powers and test does this man know who they are does this man is just like just like Jesus has come on the throne being baptized he has been baptized by you know uh, John the Baptist and and you know what the devil still wants to come and test him and so all these situations around you the poverty the lack the fear this is this fighting inside you all these battles that may be around you are trying to test the kingship the Bible says and the word of the Lord tested him talking about uh the person that we had just talked about joshua rather joseph they said the word of the lord tested him hallelujah and so it is very very important that this is the life you need to understand that as you begin to because we need to get to that place where we are resurrected and now we are lording over things hallelujah we are the ones who are because jesus is lord of lords and so we are the ones getting to this place of lordship and get to this place of rulership and beginning to sit there and angels are the one fighting for you men are the one fighting for you men are the one working for you it's time i told you that you know what there are some there are some there are some occupations these days that bring money to people and so but you know at times when you sit there you know, just like david there's a time he just he was no longer the one fighting in the battles and so there's a time you just sat there and people individual people in israel would bring him money but also nations began to bring to him money his son solomon the, the, the one of peace the son of peace is the one who experienced it because by the time he ruled the bible says that god had given him peace on every side peace on every side why because he had begun to experience The the wars, you know, Jesus fought wars. And because he fought wars, there are some wars you don't need to fight. And so that is the reality of our life. And as you sit on your throne then people begin to bring not only people but nations hallelujah just imagine you have a fellowship and it is a nation giving to you it's because what you have been a blessing to it and they know it praise the lord and they know that you oh you you are there to bless them i'm sorry the whole nation hallelujah i pray they understand this the whole nation begins to they hold some businesses it's no longer now it's no longer uh, now just uh just uh, individuals maybe in ura but ura brings money to you that's maybe kra hallelujah but that, that that authority that revenue authority that whatsoever that whatsoever authority begins to bring to you the substance because they know that you know what that is where they get their rulership from because as you reign as you reign as king they begin to feel the effects of this prosperity because as they sat on the throne Then Solomon began to make everyone prosper, and so every nation began to connect by bringing things. They just never used to come and hear his wisdom and what, and what, no, 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 not that kamanyiriro. No, they later began to bring the substance into the place of the ministry of King Solomon. That's why we need to sit there and begin to, you know what? Yes, Christ. This is what you did, and so what can I do about it that I may make my life be a blessing to you, that I may now become of value to you. Praise the Lord! That I may now become of a person that that creates, that brings value, that brings value. That now, when 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 Jesus is praying, it's your name that comes first. When he's interceding, it's your name that comes first. Why? Because you are important to the to the agenda of the kingdom of God in the world right now. Praise the Lord. And so that's the life we need to carry. That's the understanding we need to carry because now we are beginning to be important. We are beginning to be important. We're beginning to be important in the ministry. We are beginning to be important to the country. We're beginning to be important to God. We are beginning to be important to these things. Why? Because we have understood the effects of the cross on our life and now we 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 are truly that blessing that God has always desired us to have. And so I need you to understand, this is what the Bible then continues to say, in the book of uh, Colossians, chapter three, it says, it says, it puts it this way: it says now, it says that if you be risen with Christ, because you need to understand that the cross is both an element of death, but also the element of life. It is, it is a, it is, it is in the same equation, and so we need to transition. We 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 die daily, but let the life of God, let the life of God, work more in us. That that's why it says. We need to. It says seek. Those things which are above we need to be alive to the things that are above by seeking i mean to seeking as the word you can get the word see and you can get the word king in other words you begin to see things and as you see them you attain them you see what christ is doing on the throne and attain them you rule over the mountains of your life the mountains that are around you the thrones that are around you don't don't allow this because by the way, you need to realize that one of the measures that they measure a manager is to to measure how they retain people and how they make the people, how they steward the people to become better, better, better employees. In case of the aspect of an organization, or when you look at a country, when a leader begins to take authority in the country, how people began to the people in that country begin to be rich, then other people in, around the world will want to come to that country because it is in that country where there are opportunities, That there is an atmosphere, there is a frequency that that country has which begins to make people begin given, the poorest of people begin to think like God. They begin to be productive like David. They begin to drool like David. They begin to be productive like Solomon. They begin to be productive like King Daniel, you know? Oh, like Daniel, if I may put it that way. And so it says, let's seek those things which are above. And by the way, by seeking them, we are seeking to attain. We are seeking to rule like Jesus. Because another word in seeking, there's the word king. And that's why it says, let not sin rule in your members. In other words, rule sin. Hallelujah. Rule poverty. Rule disease. Rule infirmity. Rule every kind of the effects of sin. and the the, the nature of sin the body of sin and all these diabolical forces and all the world and 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 make the make the knowledge of the world of no effect why because the knowledge that you have of the kingdom is what is ruling the people is what is being around and so it says here seek the things that are above where christ sits at the right hand of god the right hand of power hallelujah it says set your affections on things above in other words this is the place where we live hallelujah but you know it, it comes from that place where we have we have been buried with him Where now we are alive unto him Paul put it this way he said, you know what he says uh, that he says death works in us what why life is not in you that you know that is how he had translated himself because those guys were still young but you know what they also reach a place where begin death begins to work in them and then life begins to work in another person that is the place because there is always a life where there is death and so this uh, this apostle knew what to do hallelujah and so we need to begin to set our affections on the things that are above. In other words, let me put it this way: That's why you need to rule. By the way, you need to learn to rule. Then put it this way: Because sin has been defeated, because the devil has been defeated, what will the way they can rule over us is by deception, by deceiving us, and so we don't even we need to learn to to be above deception. That's why the above says. Uh, uh, the schemes of, that you may put on the armor of God that he may fight against the wiles, all the schemes. You know those days we used to stand there and bind and break. But no, there's a place where, now it's not about binding and breaking. But it's a place where you know you, the devil cannot scheme your riches. The devil cannot scheme your power. He cannot scheme your authority. He cannot scheme your dominion. Why? Because you, you, you are seated on the throne and you have people who are set in place. You have systems that are set in place to put things in order that even where you cannot be, where you cannot be you are already are there hallelujah even if you seem not to be there you are there why because your your your, your system is just like god It's seated on the throne but when you look at the plant you will see god when you look at the water you see god when you look at the stars you see god when you look at the sun you see god when you look at an angel you see god because god has learned to sit on the throne and he's casting his dna on all these things that's why the bible says creation is waiting for the manifestation of the sons of god And that's the life we want to walk in. And so we need to relive the moment. Relive the moment of the cross. But also relive the, relive the moments of where Christ is seated in the heavenly places. Seek no things. Set your affections on them. And you know when we say we are setting our affections on them, it means that, you know what, we there's a feeling, we a good feeling we have about it. There is a good thinking we have about it. You know, there is an opinion, there is a self-opinion we have about the things of heaven. And as we have that self-opinion about the things in heaven, it begins to translate, into the you know, when you think about something, it begins to affect the situation around you. Let me put it this way: if you think negative about a person, that person will begin to behave negatively even if they are very far. And that is the, 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 the thing we need to understand. You know, we need to by by reliving the moment we are putting things into remembrance. We are putting eh, the we, we, you know when Jesus is ruling in heaven. When Jesus is ruling at the right hand of power, let me put it correctly, at the right hand of the Father, because in heaven is different from the right hand of the Father. And so when Jesus is seated there, that is what we need to reflect heaven on earth. That's the life we need to put forward. And so we need to set our affection right there. Praise the Lord. (laughs) Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. And so no one, by the way, can fail to think all of us by the way can think you need to learn to be in charge of the thinking because we don't want your thoughts to come to your head yes it's good when the thoughts are coming from heaven but don't want, we don't want negative thoughts just to come you need to stand and begin to take charge that's what we call let not sin reign in you do not do not do not let sin by sin i mean falling short of the glory by sin i mean missing the mark by sin i mean not sharing in the glory of riches not sharing the glory of power the glory of authority the glory of dominion we need to be in that place hallelujah we need the bible says that uh He puts it this way in the book of Romans, chapter 5, verse, I think verse 17. It says, we need to obtain abundance of righteousness and the gift, the abundance of grace and the free gift of righteousness. We shall reign on earth as kings. In other words, we shall reign on earth. We need to reign over poverty. And I believe that's where we're going. Where we reign, we we'll go in a place and poverty disappears. We go in a place, sickness disappears. We go in a place, murmuring disappears. You've been in a place where you enter a room where people are complaining, they stop. Because you have brought an atmosphere in the room. But you know, there's a place where, even if you're not in the room, you are in the room. And they cannot complain. They cannot. They cannot all have all these negative energies around them. Why? Because you've learned to project your atmosphere you have learned to really to send your admiral. people feel you when they when you're not there people see you when you're not there people people have your energy they have your spirits when you're not there that's the place we need to go to we need to be like uh, the prophet elijah who could release his spirit and his spirit begin to operate another man and people began to know that this man that the spirit of elijah is on this man this is where we need to go that is the place where we need to we need to learn to obtain the spirit that you so want you see it in the bible you go and obtain it you see it in heaven you go and obtain it you see it on the throne you go and obtain it because we learn we have to learn to tune our affection this is how we die this is how we know we have died because we have learned to tune our affection to tune this energy that is around us to that they are, that, that you know what uh, the 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 that affection of our being, that understanding, that thinking, that opinion of ourselves, that feeling, you know what? We will have to be agreed. That's how we have affection. You know, for you to have an affection with someone else or with something, you need to be in agreement. There has to be an affection. The, affect, the, the things of heaven would should want to be, the Bible says the angels stoop to see what is happening on earth. Because there is an affection they have desired, there is an affection they have designed which is operating in them. Because they, they begin to have the same minds, praise the Lord. They cherish the same thing. And so, that is the affection we want to have. We want to set our affections on the things above. We want to set our affections, you know what, on the things above. Not on the things that are, that are on the earth. They, by the things that are on the earth, I mean the fallen things. The things that you have not redeemed. The things that you have not changed. The things that have not felt your glory praise the lord in other words if money has to come to you they need to feel your glory they need to feel that you have changed it that you have renewed it that you have empowered it you have transmuted it from the other realm and brought it to your realm you've cleansed it hallelujah because we need to get to a place where we cleanse money when you cleanse money money will always want to be with you because they know what you have done to it let me hear someone say hallelujah And so we don't need to forget what we saw, by the way, once again, what we saw on the cross and what we saw after we rose again. God has to take us. Your memory has to be sharp. Your understanding has to be sharp. Your meditation has to be sharp. Your imagination has to be sharp. There has to be a cleansing of these things because you know what? Because you know, we need to, by the way, as we do this memory thing, we we have to learn that we died with Jesus. Jesus didn't die alone, we died with Him. And when He rose, we arose. When He was taking the Bible, by the way, says that you know what, this is He that speaks, that once was, and now that once died. But now He says, I have the keys of death and hell. In other words, now death and hell does not, do not rule you, death and hell, the jesus has given it to you jesus has given it to you jesus has given you the keys of david praise the lord and so this is very very important very very important because we know when we are seeking the things we are seeking to find them we are seeking through the way we think through you know through the way we meditate through the way we are inquiring and reasoning when we are aiming when we seek we seek by the way to find hallelujah we crave the bible says every spiritual gift by that comes with desire He says desire, coveting, comes with coveting, praise the Lord. So we need to look in and see the the factor that makes Jesus peak, that factor that makes Jesus wow. That's what we seek of ourselves, that is what we we allow to, to, to come and begin to overcome us, praise the Lord such that we begin to walk in these things and abound in them from glory to glory because you know what we are doing we are trying to record the every effect of the cross to try to see to it that it works in our life that we begin to have results in this life and in the life to come because there is something god wants to do because we know that that's why jesus had to hasten his death that's why jesus had to die very fast. because in dying very fast, even if death had no power over him, because he just had to do it just so that we may experience that death with him, and experiencing that death with him, we begin to experience that life that he so has, that life that is that he, that he has, that is walking with us, that is abounding in us, that is performing signs and wonders and miracles in our midst, things that we had ne- we never thought would be able to abound in. And so you know, it is very, very important because the cross is that matrix by the way. The Bible says, you know what, we will go through the new and living way, which is the body that was shed for us, which is the blood, the blood that was broken for us, and the blood that was shed for us. It's the new and living way into a new life, into a new glory. And as we begin to reckon the effects of the cross, we begin to have it also operating in us. That's why Apostle Paul wrote and said, you know what, he said, you know what, let no one trouble me because I bear on me the marks of the cross. Let me put this. You know, Jesus, uh, not Jesus, uh, Cain, Cain, Cain put a, God put a mark on him, and no one could, everyone who saw him, was able, could not kill him, no one could kill him, because there was punishment that would come to everyone that would, so no one would kill him, but you know, Paul says, you know what, let no one trouble me, because I bear on me the mark of the Lord. And so, we need to get to a place where we have the mark of God in us. I don't know how much meditation you'll do, how much thinking you'll do, how much understanding you'll do, but you'll get to a place where you'll know that, you know what, this life is operating in me, this life is a reality I tapped in, the powers of the age to come, and the power that the cross so released. Because the same power that raised Jesus from the dead is at work in you and taking you from glory to glory, from honor to honor, from favor to favor. Because that's the life God has called you. That's the life God is taking us. Because there is a a recording of the effects of the cross which the Spirit is releasing upon us. And I pray that the Father opens the eyes of your understanding. I pray the Father opens your life into the reality of this thing, that at the end of all this, that you shall be able to attain, that there is no negative thing that shall affect you, and there is no positive thing that shall affect you. There is no good thing that shall affect you negatively, and there is no negative thing that shall affect you negatively. Because the cross, when the cross came, the Bible says, Jesus became poor that you might become rich. That the, the things you go through, God uses it. bless you god uses it to bless others because that's the life you carry that's the purpose of why you're here on earth and that's the importance that's the glory that you so have that the cross causes nothing nothing the cross of christ upon your life causes nothing to affect you negatively it causes nothing there is no bad news that can work against you Praise the Lord. That that, that may be a shocker to some people. But you know, there is nothing, nothing that can separate you from the love of God. Because you know what? The cross has so worked on you, has so perfected you, has so renewed you, has so connected you to every promise of good thing. Thank you so much for listening, and I pray the Father blesses you. I pray you experience the cross of Christ and the resurrection there all. The, the death and the resurrection there all the mystery of his death and the mystery of his resurrection that shall not only be a doctrine in your life but it shall be a reality that it shall be a reality and a mystery that works in you for good results that works in you for glory because you are called for this purpose thank you so much glory to god in jesus name this has been alvin of workings of grace ministry the apostle of graces god bless you